Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Logan, and welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. So, today is an interesting day. A few different things happened, and ultimately, I was going to talk about the WandaVision trailer uh, for Disney+, Plus, uh, but... Obviously, we have bigger news in the gaming world right now, much bigger news than a trailer review and or a trailer breakdown, so we will save that for the next few days, but this is a topic I want to cover, and that is, of course, Xbox and Microsoft's acquisition of Bethesda all together. We're talking Bethesda, uh, all, all their studios that are underneath their umbrella, their uh, IP titles. So what uh, basically what it was said by Phil Spencer is that um, these are going to be Microsoft-owned companies, uh, game developers, and IPs, and that the games that have already been um, in the works with Sony to be timed exclusives are still going to happen. But when it comes to other games, it's going to be a game base by base uh, or, or, or a game to game basis on if they're going to be multi-platform or Xbox exclusives. So it sounds like there's going to be some Xbox ex- uh, exclusives. And this is a big deal. Like, this is huge. in Not only in gaming history, but think about all the things Xbox can do now with this power. They also announced that all Bethesda games will be on Xbox Game Pass, I believe, day one, if I'm correct. Either all the games or some. And then, of course, when future games from Bethesda come out, they will also, on the uh, their day one releases, will be on Xbox Game Pass. And PlayStation upped their prices of their games to $70 a a game. So you could either choose to pay $70 on PlayStation to play the game if, of course, it's one of the ones that Microsoft deems allowable to be multi-platform. But on top of that, you could just spend $35 if you have the Series X or $25 if you have the Series S and play it cheaper on Xbox. For an entire month. And that's a pretty great deal. I mean, we're talking about IPs such as Fallout. IPs such as Doom. Wolfenstein. Prey. You name it. I mean, you know, Bethesda has quite a bit of good IPs. I mean, I was watching one of the YouTubers called The Amazing Lucas. I mainly watch him for political stuff, not console gaming stuff, because he's a PS fanboy. He's all pissy that Xbox got this deal. Like, he's like, oh, well, there's, you know, there's not even that many great games coming with it. And it's like, dude, you gotta understand, okay? With Microsoft now owning bethesda they can give bethesda more resources and time to make their games and for those of you that are fallout new vegas fans you must be really happy because now obsidian and um bethesda are both owned by microsoft bringing them underneath the uh same umbrella and you might get the possibility of a Fallout New Vegas 2, which in my opinion sounds amazing because I know Fallout New Vegas is debatably the best Fallout game made. Um, but I'm really excited. I think that this is great for the gaming community. 
Um, mainly Xbox and PC and Game Pass holders, of course, for, you know, mobile devices. I think that this will benefit Xbox ecosystem players a lot better. PlayStation players do have a reason to be worried, though. But then again, all of you PlayStation players that have been ragging on Xbox players when they got, you know, fucked out of getting Spider-Man in Avengers, getting fucked out of... You know, other games such as the Spider-Man standalone games and stuff. Because originally it was going to be multi-platform. And Sony bought out the company, uh, the game studio. And obviously, you know, those games you know went over to Sony's console ex- uh, exclusively. So when it comes to this whole thing, PlayStation players are mad. But at the same time, us Xbox players... I mean, I own a PlayStation and an Xbox. But I've been a main Xbox gamer since the 360. We have felt the butt raping from the beginning of the Xbox One's launch, okay? You're talking about over five years, okay? Over half a decade of, oh, we'll just get a PlayStation, bruv. We have the exclusives. And now Xbox actually has a lot of good exclusives underneath their belt. Yes, Fallout 76 wasn't that good. Wolfenstein Youngblood was not that good. But you gotta remember, there's a lot of decent games in those franchises that have been made, and Doom is still kicking pretty strong. So if you're an Xbox player, and you're a big Bethesda you know, fan in terms of any of those franchises, rather that be Dishonored, Doom, Fallout, Starfield, um, you know, uh, Fallout New Vegas, because that's technically an Obsidian game, um, and or... Um, what's the other one? Uh, The Outer Worlds, you know, if you're a fan of any of these games, and if you're a fan of any of these franchises, you're, you know, you've got to be excited to hear this news, and like I said, my best friend, she owns a PlayStation, and I can, ups- uh, you know, I can understand her being upset, but Microsoft is making big moves here. I mean, I don't think that this there's anything wrong here, as long as they... You know, like I said, for you know, they Phil Spencer said that they are going to um, continue with making those PS ex- uh, timed exclusive games, and they are going to fulfill that contract that was made before this, um, you know, acquisition. But obviously, you know, when it comes to here on out, it's going to be a game to game basis on if it's going to be multi platform or Xbox exclusive or time exclusive or ex- well, obviously exclusive content and early access will come to Xbox for these games. But you got to remember, Bethesda has a lot of great things underneath the belt. And for the amazing Lucas to come out and just be like, oh, well, there's, there's nothing that great there. You know, look at all the recent games. It's like, Lucas, they're going to have more funding. Xbox with all of their studios is very much like, take your time. The Xbox does not rush out products. They give their developers time to make games, and they give the developers more resources to make games, okay? And here's the thing, okay? And this is specifically for this YouTuber. I'm a fan of him, mainly for his politics talk, but not so much for the gaming side of things. If you're going to get all salty because Xbox finally has a big, you know, gaming... Uh, publisher and studios underneath its belt don't be mad you still have god of war you still have fucking spider-man you know you still got all your exclusives over there at playstation let the xbox players you know he's like oh i'm i'm proud of you but you should be thanking the playstation players for talking about the lack of exclusivity let me tell you something xbox 
You can't just say, oh, well, Xbox made a move, so it's, it's PlayStation to, you know, the PlayStation player's credit. That's when you know that he's the saltiest motherfucker on the planet, okay? Because you can't be like, one minute, oh, Xbox has no exclusives, so they suck. But then when they go out, buy a big uh, publishing company with plenty of studios underneath its uh, umbrella, and then be like, oh, well, you gotta thank PlayStation players for saying that they didn't have exclusives. So it's PlayStation, PlayStation's awesome because they have the exclusives, and when Xbox gets exclusives, they're trash, but the PlayStation players need to be thanked for it. No, I think so, uh, Xbox can go out and do whatever the fuck they want, and it's not so, oh, the Sony fan base that acknowledged it. You do realize that any gaming company, even Nintendo, can go out and acquire companies if they want to. Like, it, it has nothing to do with the player base. Like, yes, people probably want a more exclusive, and Xbox answered it. But it doesn't mean that credit goes to PlayStation players. It could be just Xbox players being like, we want some exclusive stuff. And then Xbox said, okay. And here's the thing, I do give a shit about Bethesda. Bethesda has a lot of games I like. Fallout, Elder Scrolls, Doom. Those are the main three. I uh, I do play the Wolfensteins. I'm not a huge fan of them, but I, I do like to play them occasionally. They're pretty fun. Um, at least for one-time playthroughs. Prey was really interesting. I liked it. Never bought it. I do need to buy it, though, because I did like Prey. But yeah, I like a lot of Bethesda's titles. And I'm excited for Starfield to see what that's all about. But ultimately, at the end of the day, like I said... It really comes down to what Microsoft wants to do. Microsoft is clearly not going to be cutting off all the other consoles, mainly PlayStation, completely to, you know, giving out their games to other consoles. But I think that Microsoft is going to cut out some pretty hefty ones. Like, I can see Doom becoming an Xbox exclusive and Elder Scrolls not being an Xbox exclusive. And the reason I say that mainly is because, I mean, we have Halo. Just imagine having two of the biggest FPS games underneath your umbrella specifically for xbox doom will drive a lot of people to xbox i'm telling you that right now after doom doom eternal's success doom 2016 was great but doom eternal dude the success of that game will drive people to buy an xbox when they know that another doom game's coming to xbox they're sold halo sold gears that's about a 50 50 shot nowadays fallout the brand has been definitely hurt but Fallout is not irredeemable. It was one really bad game, but I think if they go back to their single-player roots with maybe a co-op, like play with one or two friends sort of thing, that it could work. Like I said, when I said Fallout needs online multiplayer, I didn't mean like a fucking GTA-style multiplayer. I mean like one or two friends, you know, can join up on your game and just fucking play with you, regardless of where you are in the story. Kind of like how Dead... uh, or. Uh, state of decay is on xbox where you just kind of join in and help them wherever or help your friend wherever your friend is along their journey but yeah ultimately i gotta say i mean i'm impressed with xbox they're making moves they aren't completely cutting out playstation from bethesda games but they do have the power to determine which ones do go to other consoles and and here's the thing right now sony is already taking a big bite on their console side uh you know their console um, prices, they wanted to make the PS4 a lot more expensive than it was. We're like, we're talking six, seven hundred dollars, two hundred to a hundred more than it is now. But of course, they need to compete in the ballpark with Xbox. So I'm telling you, Sony can't just go out and acquire a studio. Like, Microsoft dropped 7.5 billion on Bethesda. 
Like it was nothing. And let me tell you something, Sony doesn't even have enough money as an entire company to drop it on even one Bethesda. Microsoft could do that like seven times over. So Microsoft has the money to spare to buy big game studios like this. Obviously, if PlayStation try to go out and buy like Activision or something to get Call of Duty completely underneath their branch. Um, first of all, I think for Activision, they'd say no, there's a lot more money to be made in all the consoles than just one. And two, Sony would just not have enough money to go out and acquire a, you know, a game publisher with a fuck ton of studios underneath its belt. I mean, big, the big studios that come from this whole acquisition is Bethesda Game Studios, id Software, and Arcane or Machine Games. Those two could be, I guess, you know, you could say which one's bigger than the other. But that, that's, I mean, Id Software and Bethesda Game Studios, like, those two alone are mo- some of the big money pumpers when you're talking to games. You're talking about Fallout, Skyrim, and Doom right there. Like, these are the games that people want to play. And like I said, Microsoft is making moves out here. Like, they're making this next-gen console more you know, more of a, shit, what console do I want to buy? Like, Sony came out swinging in their, in their, uh, uh, big showcase, you know, they showcased Spider-Man. Big game. Even I'm excited for Spider-Man, but I know I can get it on PS4, so I'm not too concerned. So, for the month of November, other than Call of Duty's launch, I will be picking up Spider-Man Miles Morales. I already have Call of Duty Cold War pre-ordered for Xbox uh, Series X and for Xbox One because I'm getting the Series X. I'm not pre-ordering the Series X, but I will be buying it hopefully November. Like, I'm buying it for... I'm technically buying it for myself for Christmas. I'm not going to use my Series X until Christmas Day. Like, I'll just buy it and just have it so that way it's just, you know, ready for Christmas Day. But that'll be, like, my big Christmas... Like, I'll know, obviously, that I have it. But it'll be, like, my big Christmas, like, oh, I can't fucking wait to, you know, turn on this console and, you know, actually play games on it. But up on, you know, until Christmas, I'll just have that console just kind of lying around, you know. Like, I'm not gonna wrap it up or anything, but I'll just have the console there. And then for, um, you know, Christmas, I'll just probably ask for some games or some stuff. But, yeah. There might not be any big games coming out for this console, but Crisis Remastered is already out, and I'm gonna cop that shit for Christmas. I, like I said, I could, like, I could go cash my check and buy Crisis Remastered this fucking Thursday when I have my day off, and, uh, I, it's tempting, it is tempting, but I'm trying to save Crisis for Christmas because I need Christmas gifts under the tree, and since, obviously, movies haven't come out can't really ask for movies for christmas because there's no new ones to go out and buy so yeah ultimately um i'm really excited about this xbox merger with bethesda i think there's a lot of good things that can come from this and a lot of bad things it all depends on how xbox handles this if and like i i do agree i think xbox should allow specific bethesda games to go to other consoles like elder scrolls like fallout but doom yeah You need to have a good, significant game to make people want your console. Like, give everybody Elder Scrolls, give everybody Fallout, but Doom, keep that shit as an Xbox exclusive, because that will be a big driving force for people to want to, you know, buy your console. Because Doom, 
Okay, if they had ever announced, I know this wouldn't happen, but if 343 collabed with id Software to make a Doom and Halo crossover game, let's just think about how much money that would make. If Doom was a full-on Xbox exclusive, right? Let's say Xbox decides to make Doom an Xbox exclusive, and then you come to find out that they're doing a Halo-Doom crossover, you already know people would go out and buy an Xbox for that. And not only is Xbox acquisition and their Game Pass service on top of that already, like a ceiling on the cake, they also have a affordable console, an Xbox for $300 with next-gen experience, minus, of course, the resolution of the Series X but or hard drive space. But you're talking about a Xbox extravaganza. Like, Xbox is giving you so much shit. Maybe not directly at launch, but if you're talking about the long game, Xbox is going to serve you better in the long run. And that's what I'm looking at. In the long run of gaming, do I want to buy a PlayStation, spend $70 a pop on a fucking video game? Or do I want to go over to Xbox and spend like $35 a month on Game Pass and have a fuck ton of games? And honestly, that's how I might get video games from now on. Like, I'll purchase Call of Duty every year like I normally do. But for any other game that I want, I'll just buy Game Pass every month for like 35 bucks and just play hundreds of games and then if i find specific games that i actually want to purchase i can go out and buy those games full outright but at least i can use game pass as a um testing ground right like game pass feels like a renting system for xbox where you spend 35 dollars a month you have hundreds of games on game pass and you download the games you play them and you figure out what games you like and what games you don't and when you find a game that you like you can then just go buy that game flat out for full price and own the game but thanks to game pass you got to make the decision of buying that game after playing it for pretty much next to nothing a month Rather than spending full money on the game and taking a chance on absolutely thinking it's garbage or really loving it. And that's the kind of the really bad part about video games right now when it comes to the renting sphere. You really can't rent it unless you have an, a red, you know, red box in your area. But you can't rent out a video game, right? So Game Pass is kind of like a renting system. You have a whole month of renting games for $35 and it, it's essentially it's renting because you don't own it. You just play them for a month. But you can figure out what games you really like. And if there's a game in there that you feel like it's worth a full purchase, you just go buy that game full on outright. You own the game. But with th thanks to Game Pass, you now know that the game is worth that purchase rather than taking the chance of it being a completely shitty game. Like Doom Eternal, I was sold on that game. I played Doom Eternal fucking held and back. Like, no pun intended. And... I can't wait for the single-player DLC. I haven't played Doom Eternal in a long time because, I'm, I like I said, I've beaten the game like fucking 20 times through on the campaign. And, yeah, I didn't even beat this series. I'm pretty sure the series ended already, the, like the event. But maybe it didn't. If it didn't, well, maybe I have a chance to go in and collect the rest of my rewards. I almost had it beat, but I just really didn't give a fuck about beating it because, A, the rewards were like, eh, I can live without it. Because I've beaten every mini-event and event up until this point. I don't think if I miss out on these very few rewards that it's going to kill me. Because most of them are just cards and emblems. And I don't really care about the calling cards or the emblems. To me, they're just both kind of 
stupid. <laughs> I'm not a fan of any of those things. Like, if I'm going to get anything, like, the skins are what I care about. The weapon skins, character skins. That's what I look forward to in a series. The problem is with the series, though, it's just a battle pass. It's just a cosmetic grind, and that's, like, what it is on COD. And essentially, at the end of the day... It's not worth it in some cases. Doom isn't worth it because, you know, first of all, it takes forever to get through one tier and whatnot, but Call of Duty, you know, it doesn't take as long to get through a tier. But back to the acquisition, um, PlayStation now, I guess, needs to respond. I mean, you know, Xbox had their showcase in July. PlayStation had their showcase this month in September, uh, you know, only having about a month apart. And now... Sony needs to come back with something because Microsoft just dropped a bomb and I don't think Sony could go out and flat out like outright just buy a a big game publishing studio like Xbox and that's like I said I think this is why Xbox kind of can win the console like I think if Xbox wanted to or Microsoft really wanted to dominate the console market they could without any problem because they got money to throw all over the fucking place. Like I said, they dropped $7.5 billion on fucking Bethesda and didn't even seem to think twice about it. Like, they weren't even like, oh, well, we might buy Bethesda. No, they just did it out of nowhere. And that's the fucking amazing part. Now, the acquisition isn't like a like it's already happened. Like, I think they still have to go through some signing and stuff, and it's going to be a little bit before they're fully acquired. But there's already a contract there, basically. Like, yeah, they're acquired. So that's the thing. There's a lot. There's a lot to be talked about here, and it's not something I can exactly just cover about in a day. Obviously, more information will come out as the weeks and months go on about this merger, and of course, you know, we're going to hear about Sony, and Sony might fire back with a big announcement of their own, we have no fucking idea, but right now, Xbox is set up for success, especially in the long run, they've cut their console prices down to $500-$300, they got Xbox Game Pass for $35 and $25, depending on which console that you buy, they have... Uh, Bethesda, all of those Bethesda games and studios underneath their belt on top of the other studios that they had underneath their belt, such as, you know, the one, you know, the, uh, studio Undead Labs that made State of Decay and others. And Xbox is just, you know, that they're, they're looking to have a good year. I don't think that they're going to sell more consoles than PlayStation, but I think in the long run, they're going to make a lot more revenue than PlayStation. And like I said, although they spent 75 billion dollars on this uh merger i think that they're gonna make that back no problem i mean there's there's no reason to to think that they can't make that money back but thank you very much ladies and gentlemen for listening i hope you all enjoyed we're definitely going to be talking more about this console um uh, generation coming up, like, I still need to find a day for me, David, and Kevin, hopefully Thursday, Friday, or Saturday to just sit down and talk about this, because if we, if we were to do this conversation before this big news hit, obviously the conversation would have been a lot different, like, we would have obviously given our opinions, but I think that this might have changed some people's minds about Xbox going forward, but thank you very much for listening, I hope you all enjoyed, and I'll catch you all in the next one.